This is Elio Harmon and Travis Kendall, and you're listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy. He, he's involved in Ponzi schemes. I do nothing but Ponzi schemes. <laughs> That's how I make my money. You want to know a good investment strategy? Invest in Ponzi schemes. Get out early. If you don't get paid for the actual service, but you get paid for getting other people to sell the service to other people, perfect investment. Today we're going to be talking about investments. Oh, they th- they threw you an alley-oop. Alley-oop? They just threw it to you. And you know what and I'm going to do? Catch it? What I'm going to do catch it, and I'm going to put it in that rim. That's not what you say about alley-oops, man. Is that not? What? I'm going to catch it, and I'm going to put it in the rim. I'm going to put it in the rim. It's going to get in there. I'm going to get the ball in the rim, and we're going to oh score two God. points. We're going to put points on the board. So what are we talking about? Investments. <laughs> okay, so uh, you have to have money to invest, right? Uh, That's rule number one. Nope. Oh, really? Nope. Okay, well, educate us. What are investments? This is Monetary Therapy, comedy podcast about society and money. We're doing a little bit of talking on investments to start right now. Uh, There are three major kind of investments. There are the traditional type of investments like real estate. Oh, yeah. And then you have the markets. So the stock and bond markets, yeah. as well as maybe like gold and precious metals and all those sorts of markets where prices evaluate and go up and going all the way down. And then you got currency markets where like the peso is like, nah, bro. And then a bunch of people with dollars buy a bunch of pesos. And the peso people were like, uh-oh, less pesos. That means our value I goes up. I can show up. you how to make a million dollars in two days off of the Forex exchange. Boom. That's another scheme. And then there's a the big number three, which mm-hmm. is personal investment. What's investment that? in yourself, being a better person, learning skills, uh, being able to get a better job, a raise, something more substantial than what you already have Dope. by spending energy and time investing in yourself. Gotcha. That is currently uh, my ideal investment, especially when it comes to uh, teens, 20s, and even early 30-year-olds. You got tons of time. You have no visual Experience When someone looks at you in a job interview, they're not seeing the gray hair. They're not seeing the wrinkles. They don't assume you have some level of wisdom. I've seen people get jobs mm-hmm. that should not have gotten jobs whatsoever yeah, because they got a little bit of gray fox going on. Right. So what you need to do, especially when you're young, is do some sort of personal investing in yourself. Learn something. Read a book in your spare time. Uh, there's a couple different internet certifications uh, that are not really that hard to do. Take like 200 bucks. Um, one is getting Scrum certified. If you do anything involving coding or computer programming, my cousin went from making like seventy thousand dollars a year, got Scrum certified, got hired on as a contractor within a couple weeks after finishing the Scrum certifications, making one ten. It's that kind of stuff that you can do Whoa. if you just go out and do it. That's Whoa, a, that's major. That's a twenty percent increase in salary from getting one or two certifications. That's major. That's a whole nother tax bracket. He jumped the tax bracket. He didn't like it. <laughs> I tried to show him, like, hey, you're making $40,000 more a year. And he's like, no, nah, but I'm paying $10,000 more in taxes. Rah! Yeah. Uncle Sam's going to get his money. <laughs> Just take it. Just have at it. He's going to he's gonna get it one way or the other, man. What's uh, your biggest success story of self-investment, Elia? Man... I don't even. I, 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 man, <laughs> he's never done it. He's I don't. Never, I don't. I don't invest. Well, you got, you got this my, going on. How's this? I don't, I don't. I don't. You get, you invest no, in this. The the, the, the Look, biggest investment. Show it to him. Show it to him. You see that man? There you go. That's, there you go. That, that that's right investment there. Investment right there. That is like, 
I, th- that's a deposit I made when I was 18. And we're looking at his arms and right now. And that's dividends, son. That's dividends. You know what dividends are? They keep paying you even <laughs> when you stop. <laughs> so Elio here, he works out. He's got that Instagram. He's been a little off recently. Little. Yeah. He hasn't posted anything. It's just been food Terrible. posts. He went from doing all the workout posts to just doing food posts. And it hasn't shown yet. And so then I just started doing baby daddy posts. It's just baby daddy posts. just my kid. That's all I do all day. You got to gotta find that balance, Elio. You got to invest in finding that balance for yourself. All right. So biggest self-investment is a Columbus Metropolitan Library card. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah. It's free. You know that? No, I didn't even know that. Yeah. How has that helped you? Where, where are the dividends I going on for you? I get free books. I don't have to buy books. Like, you know, I'm pa- practicing that whole minimalism thing. So like, yeah, it, yeah. I get no pleasure off for having stacks of books that I've bought. So, <laughs> <laughs> just buying them isn't enough for you? No, I just go to the library, get them, and then take them back. And so, what have you learned in any of those? How's that helps you in the real life? Just one example. Uh, so, like, for example, I'm learning a whole nother field. I can't really talk about it right now. It's like Fight Club. Uh, a whole nother field that's opened a whole nother opportunity where I'm going to jump a couple tax brackets, hopefully. We'll see. Okay. Just a couple? I mean, how many are there? I'm already near the top, baby! His credit score is negative 10 right now. I'm losing my mind right now. I don't know what I'm doing. So the biggest investment I had in myself um, has been improvisational comedy. Um, I started an improv group in college, went off to Chicago, trained professionally over there um, for two years, training like some of the top theaters in the nation because Chicago is like the improv mecca of the world. Um, But just the teamwork uh, and learning how to work with people uh, has taught me so many things and has aided just everything I've done in my life has obviously it made me more money, um, but it's made me better friendships, made me more wealthy in all the different ways that we talked about in season one. Uh, it's not just monetary wealth that's helped me, but monetary wealth, relational wealth, uh, spiritual wealth. Having relationships and building relationships has been huge for me, and I could not have done it nearly as good of a job as I have of it. Not that saying I've done a good job. Um, if I hadn't learned how to work with others and, and to be a good teammate and to be a good team player, um, in a box. You know, and that really didn't take much. That wasn't investing in the traditional sense. That wasn't investing in, in the market or anything. But I, I think I've learned the most and I've gained the most perspective from that by far. Yeah. I'm in a box, though. You got to break out of that box, man. How do I break out? You got to no You got to invest in yourself. I got to invest in improv classes. Invest in improv classes. I'm in the box. Hey, I'm doing some coaching. Anyone wants improv oh, yeah, coaching? Oh, yeah. I saw <laughs> that on uh, Facebook yeah. or something. All right. So investing, man. So you talked about the three kinds. We, t- we really focused on self-investment. Yep. But you talk. people don't want to hear self-investment, okay? <laughs> people don't want to hear it's I the have most to important. change. It's the most important. It's not change. It's betterment. It's progressing. It's you, you're people don't want to change. Oh, man. man. You're in high school. You're constantly progressing. So it just feels good. Maybe you go off to college. Maybe you don't. Maybe you go to tech school and you're still constantly progressing. And then it feels good. And suddenly you graduate one day and now you're just sitting there and you're like, this feels good. I don't have to do anything. People want to get rich and without then, doing any yeah. work. And then a year or two later you realize, wow, I haven't done any of the things I want to do. I haven't gotten any better i haven't improved my situation at all i'm just still sitting exactly where i was let's give the people what they want okay what do they want get rich without doing any work. all right apple that's a company or a fruit just just eat apples <laughs> invest in your physical physical <laughs> just, health you keep trying to get people to do things that they don't want to do <laughs> they want to just hear from us 
How do I get rich without doing anything? If That's you, what I'm talking about right now. If investments. You, How do you get rich without doing anything? If you you can't you can't do it. You have to put in okay. time, energy, money. Okay, so Something. let's talk about money. Let's say okay. I have money and I want to invest it, meaning I want money to make money for me. Okay. So you said real estate or real estate or uh, markets, the markets of some sort. Yeah. Okay. So. How does that work? Um, so for any sort of, if you want to invest in markets, so mm-hmm. that's going to be gold, stocks, bonds, uh, natural resources, anything like that. Yeah. Um, you end up talking to a broker or financial advisor. Uh, they will walk you through a process where uh, they discuss what your risk tolerance is. So how willing you are to lose the money that you have um, and or how not willing you are to lose dice. the money that you have. Uh, usually, you are more likely to lose money if you are more likely to potentially gain more money. Whereas, right. if you are only likely to gain a little bit of money, usually you are less likely uh, to lose as much money as well. Um, so they'll walk you through the whole process. Uh, in general, we've on, been on like a, an eight-year climb now in the S and P 500, which has been pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. Average cycles go about 12 years. So we got four more years of this, or we're gonna just tank. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? <coughs> That's why you should talk to a registered financial professional. Yeah. But still, I mean, if you're looking at historical information, you know, that is a, a wise investment, right? So, uh, you know, it, it's like it's like uh, the, the people who are most afraid of the stock market have the, less, the, the least amount of money yep. in the stock market. Yep. It, 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 it drives me nuts that the people who are like, paranoid of the next crash have zero dollars <laughs> in investments have like 20 bucks can you there. explain that to me please <laughs> what are you afraid of so this is a this is a common thought that a lot of people have this is not advice but just a thought if the stock market were to tank and completely destroy itself it's because russia's invading you know like what has to happen for that stuff to fall for apple to say yeah let's just go ahead and have our our whole company tank not going to happen us government to be like yeah let's just let all the banks all the tech all of our industry fail let's not just do happen. that it's only going to be if russia is invading because china is invading because nuclear war has gone off because elio's wife is calling him right now hey <laughs> that could oh, make markets i said i was going to go home by 8:15 elio Ooh, no i'm in trouble is she watching the live feed maybe no there's only one person on here <laughs> one person oh no 100 people on here oh no yeah there's two zeros in there but it's that kind of thing where you have to have some sort of trust in the market, not that it's going to be there short term. And I mean short term is in 20 or less years. That is short term when it comes to markets. But all we've known is that humans have continued to build and build wealth and to grow uh, industries. The small industries fall away. The big industries and successful industries keep going. Um, so in general, if you are young in your 20s and you want to start saving or investing, making your money grow into bigger monies, uh, investing in markets can be good for you. Go talk to a financial advisor. They'll walk you through the process and see if it actually is good for you or not. Um, but where we do get into dicey waters and we hear a lot of CNN come in and talk about it is those people that are within 10 years, within 20 years of needing that money to do other things with. Where it's not just, hey, I want this to grow for me, but it's, hey, I want to retire from my job and start living off of this nest egg. That's where we get all sorts of fear and fear mongering uh, from higher ups and people like that. Here's the thing. So James brought up the question. He was talking about investments. Yep. And listen, th- there's there's only several games in town. Okay. okay. What are they? Can you list them Real for me? Real estate, 
We talked about the markets and we talked about investing in yourself. Boom. If you're not playing any of those three games, you have a ton of problems. Listen. <laughs> Don't tell him. Be positive, Elio. Oh, everything's you're, great. If you ain't if you ain't playing those three games, you broke. You're gonna be you fine. broke. Medicare is gonna be around when you turn 65. <laughs> Social Security is going to double how much they pay every month for the next 100 years. Don't put money aside. Do not invest in real estate. Do not get out of debt. When you turn 65, the cost of healthcare will magically go down. The cost of living will magically go down. You will not endure any loss of income for Never. any reason. Never. Your kids will uh, be geniuses and they will get $175,000 worth of scholarship and you won't have to pay anything. Full rides. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Is that it. what you want me to tell them, Travis? That's what is. You guys are fine. This is Monetary Therapy, the episode about false hope. You guys, don't do anything. Just watch Facebook Live and like this show. That's the only prerequisite for retiring very, very wealthy. Watch this show and like, like, like. Like, like, like. We live off of likes. No, uh, to be serious, there's a gigantic retirement crisis in this country right now. Okay? I see it every day in the work that we do. Listen, we what, do, what work do you do? I can't talk about it. Okay. It's, it's yeah. Sorry. So I can't talk about mine either. I can talk about it. I just don't want to. <laughs> Home health care. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm out of so I'm sorry. I, I, see, I see people in their in their 60s and 70s, and they're completely dependent on other people. Because they didn't save, because they didn't invest. For any number of reasons. But I'm saying you have a choice. If you're young enough, I mean, if you're at least 20 years out from retirement, you have a lot of time to make a ton of difference in what kind of experience you have once you stop working. Investments are not even an option. It's like drinking water. It's like eating food. You, you have to be doing it. It's, it's not, you know, it's, you have to prioritize it that high in terms of how you allocate your money. And I think we'll get into this next, uh, next episode, the fourth episode of the night, but um, the self-investment is... If you can find those truck drivers where their jobs will be gone in 10 years with self-driving cars come out. Oh, self-driving and trucks. I'm the gloomy one? No, but I'm saying, but they're the ones that will end up being able to do a lot of cool stuff when they start matching up with people that are in the younger generation that are only doing computer jobs and know that when I'm 75 and my knees don't work and I can barely move from arthritis, I can still go tap, tap, tap on a computer and do my job. And so there's a lot of people that are our age thinking, you know, maybe we don't need to put quite as much money into a retirement because I can work till I'm 80 because mm-hmm. everything we're going to be doing is just mind and, and fingers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in self-investment, still you have these truck drivers that will be able to, if they put in the effort and they try to learn, be able to get laid off if the worst happens or choose to retire early if the best happens and then get into another professional field if they invest in The problem with truck driving is that it's one of the hottest fields right now. Gloom! It is, it is Gloom! No, 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 no. The problem with jobs that are about to be automated away is on the eve of the full automation of that job, it is the tightest job market for that, Okay. This was the whole other thing I'm reading on. Okay. The job market for truck drivers right now is about as tight as the job market for nurses. Really? Okay. And let me preach to the people. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, real quick, real quick. You just bought a house. I just bought a house. Tell us about real estate investing. It, that's not an investment. <laughs> that is where I live. Okay. Rain, sleet, snow, shine, whatever. I, I got to go be a barista. I'm going to pay for that place. So when you bought... That's where I lay my head. When you bought your house, was there some aspect of your thinking that thought, 
hopefully 20 years from now, where I live, my neighborhood will be kind of more up and coming than it is now. And then I can downsize or upsize from this house because I made a little bit on what I invested in. Okay, so here's was my here was my thinking because I'm this great analytical mind. Oh, great. When I bought my house. Great. There are beams that come out of this guy's head when you see him in person. I sat down. And I thought, I'm going to buy a property right next to an Amazon fulfillment center that hires 20,000 people. And I'm going to buy it really cheap because this is before Amazon even thought about building there. And when, I, when Amazon builds there, it's five minutes from my house, a whole bunch of retail to serve those 20,000 workers are going to go up right next to Amazon. And what's going to happen? Amazon's going to ha- start buying homes in my neighborhood for their executives to stay in when they're in town, which is going to drive the real estate prices up in my neighborhood. And therefore, I'm going to buy here now. I'm going to buy low. I'm going to wait out five years. And I'm going to make double my money. I knew that before I bought my house. Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I had no freaking clue that was going to happen. But literally, that's what's happening. But I bought it because it was a place to lay my head. That was my first thing. This is somewhere I could lay my head and raise my family. And all of these other nice things are happening in the neighborhood, which I think. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> you're the man, dog. <laughs> so real real quick, uh, that's the complex real estate investing that is the risky stuff, is I'm going to buy a place, hope that it gets uh, bigger over time, uh, and I make some money when I eventually sell it. The easier version of real estate investing is looking at apartment costs compared to housing costs. You will take on the added risk of having to actually call the plumber uh, to fix the plumbing when it goes down, when the toilet isn't working, rather than having your apartment complex take care of it yourself. But just as an example, I was paying uh, in a certain neighborhood uh, $8.25 a month to live in a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, down the street, exact same neighborhood, owned by the same people that own my apartments, but they also sold condos. Three-bedroom condos, built-in garage, selling for around $150,000. Estimated mortgage was going to be around $600 a month. So if I were to buy a condo in this specific case, uh, I don't need to worry about reselling it later for higher value. All that stuff doesn't matter. When it just simply comes down to monthly expenses, uh, I'm paying $825 for a one-bedroom place where I could be paying $600, pure mortgage. I'm just not talking about renter's insurance or anything like that, owner's insurance. But $200 less for three times the amount of space. That's when it gets when it comes down to real younger people and in investing is what can I do with that extra two hundred dollars for young people a lot. That's a lot of bar trips. That's a lot of credit cards we can accumulate <laughs> on bad bar trips, or that's a lot of saving we can do uh, in other ways or investing in other ways we can do as well. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We are a comedy podcast about society and money. Thank you for tuning in live. We got four people on right now. Uh, appreciate it there. Uh, we've been three episodes deep. You will hear these coming out the next three consecutive Monday mornings. Monetary therapy at facebook.com or like facebook.com slash backslash monetary therapy. We will be at soundcloud.com slash monetary therapy. Tell uh, a friend. Tell a friend. Like, like us. Like, like, like. Like us on Facebook as well, not just on the live feed. <laughs> Uh, and if you want to take one of those domain names we came up with uh, in the last couple episodes, have at it. Take them. And Elio's got to get out of here real quick so his wife doesn't start spending the money rather than saving it. Peace. Peace out. This is Elio Harmon. And this is Travis Kendall. And you have been listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy. <laughs>